0: fan you had a fantastic weekend i already know everything was going on mlb season ending setting up matchups for the postseason that starts on tuesday nba western and eastern conference finals wrapped up set up an nba finals matchup starting wednesday football games college all day saturday nfl all day sunday nhl stanley cup Played on Saturday, even the gap up a little bit, forcing a game six, all kinds of stuff going on. So if you're a sports fan, I know you were entertained and we're either in front of the TV, on your phone, checking stuff out because it was nonstop sports action this weekend. I personally loved every single second of it. I, being Brandon LaChance, your host of Edge of Your Seat Podcast, this is episode one of 13. We will talk about everything that I just listed, labeled, plus we have an amazing interview with Sarah Jacobson. Sarah Jacobson is the owner of LP CrossFit, which is located in the Peru Mall. Just trying to help people get into shape, have fun doing it, put a smile on your face, and be happy about the way you look or the way you feel. We talk all about that, where she's from. She's from the East Coast came here originally as just just a part, a member of CrossFit, had the opportunity to purchase, to be the owner, and here we are. She is helping people every day with their fitness goals. We can talk a little bit about some alcohol, alcoholic drinks, and we play a game of rank them. It was kind of weird talking about a fitness specialist and we rank alcohol beverages. I mean, it only makes sense in the Illinois Valley, right? only makes sense well it is sunday night waited till everything was done so i could talk about it all pumped up about the weekend list of sports action didn't want to leave anything out didn't want to talk about half a game and not the other half not have a final complete score all those things that i kind of have to do sometimes because of my schedule and can't stay up crazy late but i made an exception For this Sunday. Because I wanted to see everything. I wanted the final results. So you might as well have them. Either tonight when we put this up. Or first thing Monday morning. When you see a new episode of Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Is available. Which you can catch on Spotify. Apple Music, iTunes. And Google Music. Sunday's NFL action started just the way I like it. With the Bears game. In the noon time schedule. I like it when it's the first game. Get the most important game out of the way, sit back, follow fantasy football teams the rest of the way, or the pick'em. I did awful on my pick'em, and we'll get to that a little after I talk about some Bears action. not going to lie. It was a roller coaster of emotions. I went through the whole spectrum. I was happy. I was sad. I was disappointed. I was disgusted. I was angry. I was ecstatic. I was joyful. I was... Everything around all of those adjectives and every other adjective that has anything to do with football emotions and Happiness and sadness and what is going on this and all of that The Bears did what the Bears do Started off bad. I mean bad. They were trailing 9-3 Then it got a little worse, then it got a little worse. They go into the fourth quarter. They're trailing 26-10 I missed the first couple minutes of the game. I turn it on, and Atlanta is completing a 63-yard pass. They score a touchdown, I think, in the next play, or the second play after that. Five-play drive, I believe it was, to score the first touchdown of the game. Get to halftime. Sad story. I had my nephews with me. I'm like, okay, let's play some video games. knew the game was back on. My phone had lit up. And I'm like, all right. Continue playing for a few minutes, and we'll turn the game back on. Trubisky already throws an interception, and then he's cut. Not cut from the team, but cut from the game. He's pulled. Nick Foles comes in. The next possession of the third quarter. Put a poll on Twitter, almost as soon as that happened, asking about the switch from Mitchell Trubisky to Nick Foles, and if it was a good idea. In the poll, I go, should have happened sooner? Perfect timing? Or should have waited a little longer? in the beginning should have waited was winning the vote it was definitely winning the vote but by the end end of the game ish should have happened earlier took it away forty three percent of the votes there was forty votes i kind of put it up as it was happening so people were watching the game not paying attention to twitter polls but got a few participants forty three percent said should have had it earlier thirty five percent said Should have waited longer. 23 said perfect timing. Anyway, Nick Foles comes in. Three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Leading the Bears to a 30-26 win over the Atlanta Falcons. It was crazy, like I said. Sadness, disappointment. What are they doing? Why can't they play NFL football? What is going on? Bam. They make a quarterback switch and the offense looked like it was brand new. Brand spanking new. They looked comfortable, looked like people were running crisper routes. Maybe I'm just over-exaggerating a little bit because, I mean, these are professionals. They should be running crisper routes the whole time. But Nick Foles was finding his receivers when he needed to. The receivers were getting out of tackles. Allen Robinson just kind of ducked under a couple people and up scoring a touchdown. Just everything looked like it was totally different from the first half actually looked totally different from the third quarter. Even when Nick Foles first stepped in in the third quarter, kind of looked a little rusty, wasn't game ready. I mean, don't know if he knew he was gonna play this game or not. Don't know if they said like, hey, if Mitch is struggling a little bit, we're gonna put you in. Don't know if that was said, but he came in and looked a little rusty. Looked like, okay, he's gonna need a couple snaps to get under his belt and hopefully plays a little better. And that's what happened. That's totally what happened. Three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Ends up throwing 16-29, 188 yards, those three touchdowns, and he did have one pick. He had a passer rating of 95.2. Mitchell Trubisky, 71.8 passing rating. He was 13-22, 128 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. But what was really weird is he was the Bears' leading rusher, or I guess tied for yardage anyway. He had one rush for 45 yards, which was pretty impressive. He went like right up the middle. Nobody was watching him. And bam, he was gone for 45 yards. The Bears' starting running back, David Montgomery, also had 45 yards. But it took him 14 attempts to do so. Only averaging 3.2 yards a carry. Rushing game was not looking good. Not at all. Receiving-wise, like I said, Allen Robinson had a TD. 10 receptions for 123 yards. Jimmy Graham was awesome. 6 catches, 60 yards, 2 touchdowns. Anthony Miller scored the last touchdown of the game, had two receptions for 41 yards. Receiving game looked all right once Foles got in. I hope they keep it that way. I hope Foles is the man now and the Trubisky experiment is over. I have not been a fan of it. He has been so inconsistent, showing signs of awesomeness, showing signs of garbageness. Just not a good quarterback, not your franchise quarterback. Not somebody that you want to hand the reins to for five, six, seven, ten years. He's already been there for four. Hasn't done much at all. So I'm glad he got yanked. I'm glad Foles got in there. Hopefully Foles can stay healthy. He is a capable quarterback. He has just had a glass jaw or a glass body. If he can not have that glass body anymore, we'll be all right. I'm comfortable with Nick Foles. I know a lot of people aren't, but I think he is the guy for at least this year. For five years down the road, probably not. But for this year, yes. He's the quarterback. He is the guy. Mitchell Trubisky is not. It was cool to see nine receivers targeted for the Bears. It was cool you didn't know where the ball was going. Sure, Allen Robinson got it ten times, but those ten catches were scattered amongst all the other guys. So it was pretty cool sharing the ball, everybody getting their looks and their opportunities. Not happy that they had to come back from 26-10 deficit. Super crazy happy that they won the game. Still three and0. That's awesome for the Bears. Lions, not a good team. Giants, not a good team. Falcons are 0 three now, but they're winning games until the very end. Last week against the Cowboys, they gave up a 15-point advantage in the fourth quarter. This week, 16 points to the Bears. Got to do some tightening up for this coach is probably gonna lose his job real quick. They're playing good ball almost the whole game until the end. Then they just squander everything that they built up. And it's gotta be depressing if you're an Atlanta fan to see that happen. And Chicago is not a great team. Put in a new quarterback halfway through the game and they're able to do that. Maybe it was different looks. Maybe they were expecting a different quarterback. But your professional football players professional NFL coaches, you adapt. The Falcons didn't. Bears ran all over them in the fourth quarter, threw all over them in the fourth quarter, and got the W. I'm super pumped. If you're Atlanta fan, I know you're not. It is Sunday night, like I said, the Packers and Saints are still going on right now, Sunday night football. But I believe there's only about 40 seconds left. Packers are up 37-30. Looking at the score right now, I did pick the Packers. Hopefully they hold on so I can get another win. Because like I said, my pick for this week was horrible. Well, Let's go down the list. Seahawks defeat the Cowboys 38-31. I got that correct. Bills 35-32 over the Rams. I picked the Rams. That's an L. Four in a row that I did get correct. Browns over Washington 34-20. The Titans over Vikings 31-30. That was a crazy game. I kept flipping back and forth between that and the Bears when they were on the commercial. 31-30 Tennessee. Patriots defeated Raiders 36-20. 49ers 36-9 over the Giants. Got this one I guess wrong. I picked the Bengals. Bengals and Eagles tie 23-23. It's kind of crazy because I remember like five, 10 years ago there was one tie and they're like, oh, this never happens. Now there seems like there's a tie like every year or every other year. Really crazy. Don't know why they let these games end in ties. Like, have a second overtime. Why not? Like, just keep them going. There shouldn't be ties in professional sports, especially not football. So I picked the Bengals. We'll call it a scratch. I think if you pick the Bengals or the Eagles, you lost, either way. Two games I got correct Steelers 28, Texans 21. Then the Colts defeated the Jets 36 7. Those were kind of easy. i Bombed on all of these. I picked the Chargers over the Panthers. Carolina wins 21-16. Pick the Broncos. This was kind of a crazy, nutso pick just to be different than the rest of the people so I can try to gain some points in the confidence deal. Buccaneers beat the Broncos 28-10. Cardinals. I thought we're looking like a cool team, somebody I could get behind. Not pick every week, but against teams that I'm not really confident in, like the Detroit Lions. Thinking, hey, Arizona's got this. Nope. Lions win 26-23. The first two weeks of the season, I lost six games total. So I equaled that in one week. I guess that's what happens in NFL pick But you don't want that to happen to you? Never. Monday Night Football, I got the Chiefs over the Ravens. That's going to be a battle through and through. Not crazy comfortable. I think I only gave it like three or four points on the Chiefs out of the 16, since there's 16 games. I definitely went low end of the spectrum because, yeah, Ravens are tough. Chiefs are tough. I could possibly be an AFC Championship game. That would be an awesome game, actually, AFC Championship. Could totally see that, though. So, low on the confidence spectrum because either team could win, but I definitely went Chiefs. My optimism for my barely over 500 finish this week is not high on the confidence scale either. That's for sure. My phone just lit up. It is official. The Packers defeated the Saints 37-30. I know I'm going to drop down in the rankings. I was fourth out of 18 people playing in this pick'em. I know I'm pulling. I know I'm falling at least a few. Unfortunately, I gotta sit back and watch my pick'em team struggle. Can't really renovate it after I already put in the picks and the confidence points. But there is something that you can fix, improve. That's your home. Whether it's a light fixture or an entire kitchen remodel, Olson Construction is here to help. The family-owned and operated company prides itself in offering family prices with family honesty. Olson Construction specializes in roofing, siding, windows, doors, deck designs, remodels, garage additions, and room additions. Brothers Keith Milas and Tommy Olson have been in construction for over 10 years and are willing and able to take care of your home renovations from start to finish with your thoughts and opinions taken with every step of the journey. For a free estimate, call Olson Construction, which is fully licensed and insured at 815-910-5982. Olson Construction can also be contacted on Facebook at the Olson Construction LLC page or via email, Construction 19 at gmail.com. This has also been a cool weekend for high school athletics Always a lot of stuff going on in the Illinois Valley when we can have them go on. Said it a few times with guests and on here, it is awesome to see high school athletics happening. Kids are getting the opportunity to play. You're only this age for so long. It goes by super fast when you're doing stuff. So if you're not, don't have that opportunity. Can't be on the field, can't be on the court. probably goes by that much faster knowing you're missing these awesome moments. But right now, we're getting to do them, and that is fantastic. First, I want to say congratulations to Matt Revels, who is now the new LaSalle, Peru wrestling coach. Shout out to Kevin Klum for breaking that story. Kevin Klum, of course, the sports editor at the local paper. The wrestling team always seems to have guys come through in the coaching ranks that know what they're doing, have been wrestlers themselves. Matt is an alum of LP, part of the wrestling program for a little bit. It'll be awesome to see what he can do with the Cavaliers. Speaking of the Cavaliers, saw a kind of really depressing, disappointing tweet about Howard Fellow Stadium. And coming up this week, spoke to LP Superintendent Steve Robleski, and he shared the excitement about the new turf. And Howard Fellows Field, and how everybody in the community was excited to have football games there, and you know, the LP High School and the athletics is a big thing for people in the community to get out, go enjoy themselves. You we know, have kids, or friends' kids, or neighbors' kids that participate in these athletics, these events. And unfortunately, somebody thought that they needed to vandalize the new turf that has not even been played on for a high school event. Actually, nobody's really played on it at all. Maybe a few people walking across it, checking it out, but nothing has happened on it between COVID-19 and football schedules being moved. I just say moved everything, so nothing's really happened there. Somebody decided to light a fire on the turf and damage a part of it. From what I understand, this happened on Saturday and the arsonists or the really not cool people. I'm trying to think of politically correct terms of describe somebody that thinks it's okay to set a fire on high school property. Your kids, people that you know as kids, your family members, people you know as family members, go to this school. Go to athletic events. Go to plays. Go to whatever it is that a school has going on. These are things to make the community better. Make kids, high school kids, junior high kids, understand the importance of life and having opportunities to do things why they can and to enjoy them in these years of their lives. Why destruct the things that these kids are using or these communities are using? It makes no sense whatsoever. I am not going to lie, when I was younger, I probably did a few things I shouldn't have done. Not long-lasting effects. And vandalizing things, just a few things where you think is cool, but it's not really cool. You look back on it and you're like, man, that was stupid. Well, this was stupid. Why set a fire on a turf for a high school that had the community members come together to do something cool for the school? Did some renovations all across it, whether you complain about taxpayers having part of it or you donated or anything. It's all for the good of the community. This was a ridiculous act of selfishness, ignorance, just not being a wise American citizen. Like I said, it sounds like they were caught and they should have been, and they should get reprimanded and not be allowed to go around the school or Howard Fellows Stadium again. Howard Fellows Stadium is awesome and kind of like a landmark of the Illinois Valley, especially when it comes to high school football stadiums. The only one that rivals it in my eyes, is Sterling, and that's it. Sure, other high schools have pretty cool football fields and they do their thing and we're allowed to watch football games on them, but just the legacy, the way that it just makes you feel about football when you walk in the the gates, you're like, I'm at a football game, let's do this, is second to none at Howard Fellows. I am not an LP spokesman, I didn't go to high school there, I covered games for a newspaper there, that's it. I have no structural, financial ties to LP. It is just an awesome place to go watch football. Why try to destroy that? Makes no sense to me. Moving on from vandalism, just to let you know, vandalism is whack, don't do it, just don't do it. There's no point in it. Okay, okay, moving on, moving on. Boys golf action, the Ryder Cup in Mendota, This was one of my favorite events to cover, it was so different and unique, the kids always had a blast. What Mendota does with the Ryder Cup is they invite a bunch of schools from the area or a little outside of the area and they set up with each school three teams of two golfers. So Mendota's got three teams of two golfers, St. Bede, LP, all the other teams involved has three teams of two golfers. And then we figure out all the scores, add them up and see what happens. On Saturday, Morris took it with a 227. That's pretty impressive. 227 for Morris. Princeton came in second with a 237. They will be on the podcast next week. Two golfers from Princeton and Coach Brandon Crawford. We joked around a little bit about the names Brandon. You know, my name, his name. You know, always being awesome. Third was Iowa with a 238. Four was St. Bede with a 242. Fifth was Stillman Valley with a 246. LP came in sixth with a 247. Mendota was seventh with a 254. Hall took the eighth spot with a 262. Rock Falls came in ninth with a 305 and also shooting a 305. But falling in the tiebreaker was Kiwani, who came in tenth. Always an awesome meet. Glad they got to do it. Always pretty cool. Saturday action. Girls cross country. Oregon won an invite. With 19 points, Genoa Kingston was second with 40, and in the boys' part, Oregon won again with 27, and North Boone was second with 30. There were four teams in the invite with Oregon, Genoa Kingston, North Boone, and Sacred Heart. Girls Tennis, LP had a modified Invitational. They went 2-1, beating United Township 3-2, defeating Pontiac 4-1, and then losing to Dunlap. So lots of cool stuff happening on Saturday for high school sports. It is pretty cool. IHSA decided to extend the postseason for cross country and golf with a sectional. They had just scheduled a regional. They added a sectional. That is fantastic. Give these kids an opportunity to earn another medal, another trophy. Go a little further. Like I said before. These moments are only here for a few years and then boom, they're gone. You may never have the opportunity, the chance to have these kind of accomplishments, to play the sport that you want to every single day or in a competitive mode or all the other intangibles. So, to give these kids the opportunity and now another opportunity that they didn't have before is fantastic. Hopefully, we can push to a state final or a state tournament of some sort, but if we don't, at least the sectional is there for them to have one more opportunity. Speaking of opportunity, there's an opportunity to make starting a business or starting a new product a little easier. Because let's face it, it's tough starting something new in a business. It's usually not a smooth startup, usually never. And even if you're an established business, a new product or service isn't as easy as riding a bike either. In the digital world, Jameson Media Services gives that bike new tires a comfortable cushion and a motor no pedals needed locally owned jamison media services offers business and organizations something extremely important in the technology era digital marketing solutions to help your professional endeavor prosper and stay successful jamison media services designs websites produces videos manages social media and as a license to fly drones for photography and video. You choose a vehicle, a new shiny bike made easy to ride, a drone for flashy, stylish vibes, or both. Jamison Media Services paves the road and clears the skies for amazing digital marketing solutions. Call 815-866-9352 to contact owner Brent Jamison. And also, make sure to check out Jamison Media Services Com. The NHL Stanley Cup heated up a little bit on Saturday, Dallas Stars won 3-2 to cut the series lead held by the Tampa Bay Lightning to 3-2 as well. Game 6, Monday, tomorrow, 7 p.m. Central. I've only watched a little bit, a little bit of I think game 3, maybe game 4. Not a huge hockey fan, trying to indulge myself, trying to get a little more fluent with the game. As next season rolls around, I'm going to be watching as much as I can, paying attention to everything I can, hockey, because it is very interesting. It's fun. It's aggressive. It's a lot of awesomeness on the ice. So I'm going to try to watch it a little more. But I'm really interested in this series. might try to watch Game 6 just because kind of storied franchises that I didn't even know were storied franchises. Like I said on the last podcast, I kind of broke down the conference finals, and Stanley Cups that these teams have been in. I didn't know either one won a Stanley Cup. When I think of hockey, we're talking Boston Bruins, Detroit Red Wings, Pittsburgh Penguins, New York Rangers, Chicago Blackhawks, Edmonton Oilers, Vancouver Canucks. I am not thinking Dallas, Tampa Bay in hockey. I'm not. Sorry, I'm not. You can add the New Jersey Devils. You can add the Colorado Avalanche. You can add those to the teams that I'm expecting to be in a finals. I'm a little old school. I haven't followed hockey much at all, but Dallas and Tampa Bay just aren't two teams that I'm thinking like, hey, yeah, check out the Stanley Cup. They're gonna be in there. No, not at all. So it's cool, interesting, and a kind of a way to build up some fandom for NHL. Give me something else to talk about too. Who doesn't want to talk about some hockey? While the Stanley Cup is wrapping up, only got two games left, maybe one. MLB playoffs are starting on Tuesday. Today, Sunday, wrapping up the regular season. Have Monday off, and then Tuesday will start the playoffs. Here's how it goes. On the NL and AL sides of the brackets, start with the wild card series. Three games, best of three. In the National League, Dodgers were the one spot. Milwaukee Brewers, the eight spot. I'm going Dodgers. I don't think the Brewers have what it takes to get to the Dodgers. And I'm hoping the Dodgers don't fall apart in the playoffs this year. they got to win one of these, right? You would think so. Padres, Cardinals. I'm going Padres. Not that I hate the Cardinals, but I just think the Padres have been hitting the ball crazy awesome. Got a couple pretty solid pitchers. I'm going to go Padres. Cubs-Marlins, I'm not going to go against a Chicago team. I don't have any money or jelly beans on MLB playoffs. I'm going Cubs against Marlins. And then the number two spot, Atlanta Braves, and the number seven, Cincinnati Reds. I'm going Braves. If the Cubs do not win this, I would like to see the Braves, a team that I'm not really a huge fan of, but just kind of like closet. When I see them, I'll watch a little bit. Probably because of the old TBS TNT days where flipping through channels and Braves games were always on. So, got to know the team a little bit. It's been a few years since I watched them regularly. But when I do see them on, I'll stop to pay attention for a little bit. So I'm gonna go Braves over Reds. The AL. This is kind of saddening because the White Sox had a hold on the leaderboard, the top of the AL for a little bit. But it was only like two weeks ago that they were on top. The bracket is settled today and there's a seven seed. Tampa Bay ended up taking the top of the AL over the Sox, over the rest of the AL teams. They're going against the Toronto Blue Jays. I got the Rays. Cleveland Indians against the New York Yankees. I'm going to Indians. I know J.A. Hat went to St. Bede High School. I've talked to him for stories. He's a really cool guy. Pitches for the New York Yankees. I would love to see him get another World Series ring. Keep going in the playoffs, but kind of don't want the Yankees in it. I kind of want to see the Indians knock them out. We got the Minnesota Twins, the Houston Astros. I really don't like the Twins and don't want to see them advance, but I'm not going for cheaters neither. So I'm not going to pick the Astros. I picked the Twins. I did see an hilarious tweet. Hilarious. Hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. From Stan Van Gundy, former NBA coach, he goes, baseball is a hard game, much harder when you aren't cheating. As Houston finished 29 and 31 in the regular season and are matching up against the Twins. And then we got the White Sox going against the Oakland A's. I got socks all day. This is going to be the Homer pick. But if you're asking me right now who's going to be in the World Series, Just because I want to see it so bad sometime in my lifetime. I'm going Chicago-Chicago. Do I honestly think it's going to happen? Probably not. The Sox, two weeks ago, were at the top of the AL. And then in two weeks' time are now seven. I think they're young. I don't think they understand the heat of the moment at this time. Or don't know how to act upon it. So I don't know if they can get there. Cubs, their bats have been awful at times. Not been able to connect with the ball. Pitching has been kind of up and down a little bit. So it's going to be those clutch moments. It's going to be those, hey, this is ride or die right now. Those moments are going to have to click for both of them to advance even out of the wild card series, more or less continue the whole way. But I would love to see Chicago, Chicago. If it's not Chicago, just to switch it up, it would be cool seeing the Braves and the Indians. The Indians were such an awful team for so long, pretty solid the last few years, a good team. It would be cool to see the Braves and the Indians. Switch it up. You know, no Yankees, no Boston Red Sox, no Dodgers. It'd be cool. A a cool switch up. If it's not the Chicago teams, because that's what I really, really want. As a fan of sports, as a fan of Chicago baseball, that would be amazing. But if it's not them, it would be cool to see the Braves and the Indians. But speaking of the Cubs and the Sox, they did finish the regular season in a series battle against each other. Friday, the Cubs blanked the Sox 10-0. Saturday, the Sox got revenge 9-5. Then on Sunday, the Siders, the Cubs, took the Rubber band man game 10-8. So it was a pretty cool way to finish the season. Cool little battle games between the Chicago squads. It was a lot of fun. What I also dig is healthy lifestyles, getting in shape, staying in shape, being fit. Well, since 2015, LP CrossFit has been offering something unique to the Illinois Valley, a customized way to get in shape while having fun. Whether you're new to exercise or an experienced athlete, LP CrossFit is the right place for you. LP CrossFit is a diverse community with a culture focused on fun and hard work. All members know each other's names and support one another during workouts. LP CrossFit will help you reach your goals and get into the best shape of your life. LP CrossFit offers a weekly schedule of classes for every fitness fan. Whether you want to dial up the intensity or take a more relaxed approach, LP CrossFit's trained coaches tailor each and every workout for every athlete in every class. CrossFit classes are programmed with a mixture of body weight, gymnastic, barbell, and other movements to build strength and endurance. All small group classes are coach-led, and all movements are infinitely scalable so they can work with any fitness level, injury, or mobility restriction. Check out LP CrossFit on Facebook, online at lpcrossfit.com, or in person in the Peru Mall across from Secret Nails. You'll never have so much fun while getting so fit. And before we talk about CrossFit some more and other things with LP CrossFit owner Sarah Jacobson, gotta talk about the NBA Finals. It's set for Wednesday as the Los Angeles Lakers finish the Nuggets on Saturday, 117-107 in game five. And then follow that up on Sunday The Heat defeated the Celtics 125-113 to take Game 6 and end the Eastern Conference Finals. So now we got the LA Lakers and Miami Heat in the Finals. This is cool. The Heat were in the Finals last in 2014, but it's a whole different squad, whole different vibe, whole different environment. Dwayne Wade, not there. LeBron James, not there. Chris Bosh, not there. Whole new squad. Jimmy Butler, Goran Dragic, Bam Adebayo, my guy right now. I'm loving some Bam. Tyler Hero, everybody's hero, dropping 37 a couple games ago. Just a lot of fun, exciting players on this Miami Heat team. It is going to be cool seeing them match up against veterans like LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Some. Grizzled veterans, Dwight Howard, Rajon Rondo, Danny Green, all either won championships or been to finals. So we got a group of hardened veterans that have been around for a while in the Los Angeles Lakers, and then we got a youthful group of exciting, fun players to watch in the Miami Heat. I think it's going to be a great series. I think the Lakers take it in, we'll go six. Lakers in six. That's my prediction. But it's going to be a lot of fun and great basketball. Great basketball. That's what I'm excited to see. Don't really care who wins. I'm not a monster major fan of either team. I lay that aside for the Chicago Bulls, but it should be awesome basketball to watch in a pretty cool NBA Finals. I don't see any sweeps. I really don't even see five games. The Miami Heat are explosive, dynamic. They're not gonna let that happen to them against the Lakers, and the Lakers are veteran Wiley and not going to let some young people try to run them out of a gym. So, I say at least six games, I don't think it's going to be easy. Well, that is enough from me. Let's get to our guest, Sarah Jacobson, from the East Coast, Washington, D.C. style, now in Illinois. Different pace of life, changed up the environment, but she is enjoying some CrossFit and is helping other people enjoy it as well as the owner of LP CrossFit. We will be back in a few days. Follow Facebook, Edge of Your Seat Podcast, and Twitter, Edge of Your CP, for the schedule and when things are coming out. With work schedules and things I have going on, it is really hard to keep on a weekly schedule. Say, hey, every week is going to be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, however that goes. I can't stick to it. So I'm going to not say that. I did when I first started Edge of Your Podcast almost a year ago. Man, time flies when you're having fun and talking on a mic about sports and talking with guests and having fun. This has been a blast. going to keep going, keep rolling with the good times at Edge of Your Podcast. But I used to say, like, hey, going to have this every week, these same days, try to have them come out this time. My life doesn't work like that. I wish it would, but it just doesn't. Got jobs, got side projects, got family, got loved ones. It just doesn't work like that. Can't set time aside at the same schedule, the same day, same time, for anything. There will be three shows a week. Keep that rolling. That will be a constant through and through. Schedules, any changes like that will be posted on Twitter or Facebook to keep you informed when shows are coming out so you can listen to Representatives from your favorite local school. Every once in a while, get a college player or professional player, announcer, reporter. Keep switching it up. You know this is edge of your seat podcast. Got to keep you on the edge of your seat. So we'll keep different guests coming, flowing. Every show we have a guest. Keep things exciting, interesting, different storytelling, jokes, all of the above. This is the place for that. Edge of your seat podcast. Until next time, peace. During COVID-19 and beautiful weather, we've had all kinds of time to do stuff that we normally didn't do. Me, personally, I was cooking for a little bit, and then I thought I was getting a little bigger, so I'm like, hey, I'm not going to cook like I was cooking, and then I switched it up, and then all of a sudden, I started hitting the gym a lot and doing other things, trimmed a few pounds, did a lot more podcasts, and along the way, I have met... And been introduced to our guest today, who is the owner of LP CrossFit, Sarah Jacobson. How are you today, Sarah?
1: I am excellent. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Being the owner of LP CrossFit, did you see like a hike of numbers or people trying to get physically fit during COVID-19 when there really wasn't anything else to do?
1: We had kind of a mixed experience, so uh, we had to shut our doors, which was a bit of a challenge, but we did um, keep our members active doing Zoom workouts, so we did lots of um, video workouts and at-home workouts, and then as soon as we could open our doors, our members plus some for sure all ran to the gym. Um, We had great attendance and lots of new people coming in. It's very exciting to have so many people excited about fitness.
0: Definitely. And with LP CrossFit, where are your numbers at about how many people are there?
1: So it really varies. We have a good, you know, kind of base foundation of members, and then in each class, we cap it at 10 uh, for COVID restrictions. So we have anywhere between 3 at the 5.30 class, sometimes 5, and then as many as 10 in the afternoon. So we are we are relatively busy throughout the day, and like I said, kind of cap it at 10 to keep keep safety first.
0: I don't think I mentioned this to you. Okay, I know I didn't mention this to you. In probably 2015 or 16, maybe it was 17, somewhere in that vicinity, I had actually went to LP CrossFit when it was at West Clocks and did a story about it and actually did the two free trial workouts. I'm not going to lie. CrossFit whooped me down. I'm not going to lie.
1: Picked your butt.
0: Oh, yeah, it did.
1: I did not know that. That is awesome. Do you know? Do you remember any of what you did while you were
0: there? Um, I know I sweat a lot, and I did.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did a lot of mobile stuff. It wasn't really, you know, weightlifting. I did not touch a barbell. I know I was on a bar type thing. I did something there with like a stretch. I really couldn't tell you what I did actually. <laughs>
1: so, uh, we still do that. We still offer. Um, free classes for people to try it out and we do try and make sure that we don't completely wreck anybody on their first couple of classes and make sure that the the movements are right for the fitness level but also we do want to kind of you know show people that CrossFit is for everyone but we are absolutely going to challenge you so I'm glad you sweat it a lot but I'm not Glad that it wrecked
0: you. <laughs> it didn't wreck me. Like I was still okay. I didn't like you know, I had to stay at home for a day and not move. It was a great workout. When I say I sweated and it was great. I would actually recommend people to do it and I have. I have not got back to it because I left the area, jumped around, really haven't been, you know, able to commit myself to a workout like that, but I have been, you know, doing other stuff. I did mention around 15 to 17, somewhere around there. So LP CrossFit was originated in 2015, correct?
1: That's right. Yep. That was when the gym was born.
0: Awesome. And then, like I said, it was at West Clocks there. Now you have moved on, correct? Correct.
1: Yes, we are now in the Peru Mall, which is a cool location. We're right across from Secret Nails. And how long have you been there? We've been there for a little over a year and a half, I'd say.
0: Okay, okay. And have you been with LP CrossFit since the beginning, or when did you jump
1: aboard? So I started as a member, I think, about a year after they opened. Um, I'm not from the area, so that's about when I moved. Um, When I moved here, I actually based what town I moved to on whether or not they had a CrossFit gym. So that is why I picked LaSalle, Peru over some of the surrounding areas. So I joined, uh, I think, in 2016. I was a member for a few years, became a coach. And then about three years ago, I actually purchased the gym.
0: Okay, we'll get back to the gym and I purchase it. Where did you come from?
1: So I grew up in a suburb of Washington, D.C. So I'm born and raised on the East Coast. My family is all from this area. So my parents and aunts and uncles, cousins, grandparents, all born and raised and lived in the South Peru area. So a few years ago, I thought I'd give a change of scenery a try, and here I am.
0: And what do you think so far, coming from the East Coast to what i call nowhereville illinois
1: yeah it's a drastic drastic difference mostly positive so i really like kind of like the pace of things here in in dc doing anything and everything is a hassle like there's massive amounts of traffic going to the grocery store is a nightmare there's never parking you have to carry your groceries up you know four flights of stairs to your overpriced one-bedroom apartment but on the flip side, there's tons to do there. Tons of restaurants, tons of museums, tons of outdoor spaces. But I've really found that I like it here. I think, um, I think I'll think i be here for the foreseeable future. I like the pace. I like the people. Um, and I like kind of the convenience of what I call small-town living.
0: So carrying groceries up four flights of stairs, you were already in shape when you got here.
1: Yeah, so I've been doing CrossFit for probably three years before I moved here. I've been doing it for for quite some time. And actually a CrossFit kind of metric or, you know, thing that everybody tries to do is one-trip groceries. So no matter how many groceries you buy, if you're a CrossFitter, you're going to try and get them in the house in one trip.
0: No matter what?
1: Doesn't matter the No matter what. Toilet paper, paper towels, dog food, groceries, all of it. (laughs) One trip, that's the goal
0: so you try to limit when you get your gallons of milk and water bottles and all that other stuff
1: no no right the more the barrier makes it more of a challenge true you should try this how you know how many groceries can you carry in one trip
0: do you keep records like this is how many groceries you carried in on this day
1: i don't but i should because pr's or your personal records are a really big part of crossfit your heaviest lift i should definitely start tracking my most grocery carried record
0: So we have said the name CrossFit. Obviously, you're the owner of LP CrossFit. What exactly is CrossFit? For somebody that's new or has heard of it but don't really have an idea, haven't done research, how would you describe it to somebody looking to get in shape?
1: So um, CrossFit is kind of technically functional fitness. So we replicate movements that you do in everyday life in the gym so if you think about like putting a box in a closet overhead or getting up out of the chair when you're old um, or bending down to pick something up like these are all the movements that we're replicating so we combine cardio weightlifting gymnastics mobility uh, all together into really fun really different workouts and then we workouts and we modify them for each person in the class based on on your ability level so guaranteed it's going to challenge you whether you are an athlete or a first-time exerciser it's going to be constantly changing and then the real goal like the kind of crossfit motto is to stay out of the nursing home for as long as possible to keep people self-sufficient and moving throughout their daily lives for as long and as well as possible
0: saying staying out of the nursing home what are the age ranges for people at lp crossfit
1: We have a pretty wide variety, so um, we have uh, kind of 15-year-olds, we have the kids of some of our members in the classes, and then um, my mom is a member, and we have a few older members as well, so I'd say 15 to late 60s is what we have in the gym today.
0: Nice. And I'm sorry, I cannot remember anything I did when I was there. I still like the experience and I would do it again. But what are some things, you know, you talked about different movements, gymnastic movements, strength, endurance, cardio. But what are some things that you do there? So if somebody was looking into joining LP CrossFit, what are some things they might be doing?
1: We do constantly varied movements. So we could probably spend the rest of this time talking about kind of the long list we do a ton of different stuff but we do barbell work so we do um, the Olympic lifts um, which you can see if you see like uh, weightlifting in the Olympics they're doing clean and jerks and snatches and deadlifts we do cardio so we run and we row we do uh, the most dreaded of all burpees (laughs) we jump rope we do a lot of kettlebell and dumbbell work and then we do from a gymnastics perspective um, we do pull ups we do ring dips ring rows all sorts of stuff box jumps it's just like i said we could <laughs> list the, the exercises we do but what we make sure to do is kind of combine them all um, so that you're getting a full body workout you know again i'll reiterate kind of for your level every time you come in and it's different every day
0: when you say for your level and then you say class how are you able to you know individualize workouts but still have a class at the same time
1: Yeah, it's a great question because for me, the primary kind of benefit of going to CrossFit is having that small group environment. Um, Shared suffering bonds people like nothing I've ever experienced before. But when you are in a class of people of all different ranges, we have a trained coach who leads the class every day. They go over all of the movement and then they work with each person in the room to adjust the workout to be appropriate for them. So it could be anything from You know adjusting the number of reps that you do to adjusting the weight that you do to fully changing the movement um so people who are injured members that are injured um you know we have people who maybe torn their meniscus or have some shoulder issues they can still come to the gym every day because we'll just replace that movement or find something else to help them get the same kind of expected outcome without bothering their injury
0: you said there's a different age range anywhere from you know young to 50s what about Physical fitness level, Uh, you said there's different classes for different levels. Are they integrated or are they separated, whether they're, you know, experienced athletes or, you know, just getting into fitness?
1: Yeah, it's all all integrated. Um, So there's no specific class for advanced athletes. We encourage everyone to come to whatever class you can attend based on your schedule, and then we'll modify the workout within within that class. So there's a workout of the day. It's written on the whiteboard in the front of the class, and that's kind of the starting point. And then everybody within that class time will just adjust that workout to meet their needs. And it's really good, I think, to have – that mix of people because you know the people who are maybe not as athletic can be really inspired by those who are uh, and those people who are athletic can provide advice and feedback and everybody cheers each other on so it's just a really fun environment where different people of different age groups and different abilities are all coming together and working out together having fun and then Sharing in that suffering because you will suffer a little, and then you know that kind of leads to just creating some great bonds and community.
0: I take out most of my definitelys, but I always say it in between. I'm like okay or whatever, just so there's some. I don't know. I don't know why I do it. I've been doing it for a long time.
1: Yeah, right. You know.
0: You know, sometimes you'll go to a gym and, you know, I've never been in crazy shape, athletic. You know, I played sports in high school and, you know, get in shape for a while. And then I drop off and whatever. But sometimes I go to a gym and I've shared this conversation with other people that I know. And it's like people are watching you or judging you. Or if you look in better shape than the other person, they expect you to be able to, you know, do leaps and bounds more than the other person. Is that different when you walk into LP CrossFit?
1: It so is. And another really excellent question because of a couple of reasons. One, CrossFit is so community-based. And notoriously, uh, CrossFitters will cheer the loudest for the person who finishes last. Like, the person who is, regardless of your ability, um, you know, trying and fighting their way through a workout is the one who's going to get the most encouragement. And the one that impresses me and my fellow athletes the most. The second part of that is... Like, yes, you're in a group class and yes, you guys are working out together and sharing suffering, but you are working so hard at your own activity that it's nearly impossible to pay that much attention to what's going on around you. So it's really that happy medium Like people don't like group classes still have a lot of fun here because they can get some of that, you know, community and cheering, but also at the same time, not feel like people are are really staring at them or watching them work out.
0: Coming from CrossFit and the East Coast and then coming to a CrossFit gym in LaSalle, Illinois, to now owning it, is there any differences in CrossFit? I mean, sir, there's certain workout, you know, we get P90X and like all the other ones, tons of them. They're all like routine. They're all written out, whatever. But it sounds like this CrossFit is based on you, what you want to do, your intangibles, and everybody's intangibles, and what they can do is different. So how different is it from each CrossFit gym?
1: So for sure, every gym has its kind of own personality, but there are some consistencies. So CrossFit gyms are kind of notoriously like a warehouse or garage at gym, so you can expect that, you know, you walk into any CrossFit gym anywhere in the world, there's going to be barbells, there's going to be a rig for doing things like pull-ups, there's going to be weights, and there's probably going to be, you know, kettlebells, dumbbells. The workout of the day is going to be different no matter where you go, but the coach-led small group and the types of movements that you do are consistent. It's really cool. I used to travel for work all the time. And when I was on the road, I could go drop into a CrossFit box no matter where I was and know that I would be getting the same kind of quality of workout, even though, you know, again, the personality is different. The workout of the day is different. The people are are really welcoming. They're always excited to have new people in the gym. So, you know, the same word keeps coming up, community. The CrossFit community within LP CrossFit is a really strong community, but the global CrossFit community is really strong as well. We have talked about the
0: different levels of age and athletic ability and things of that. Is this something you have to be an athlete to be able to do? Can you come in as an average Joe and become an athlete? How does it work with CrossFit?
1: Yeah, you absolutely do not have to be an athlete. No matter what your level, we will make the workout for you. and. That's one of the things that drew me personally to CrossFit. I was never an athlete. I never played high school sports. I never played, um, you know, recreational sports. I was actually kind of an overweight horse child growing up, um, and not a, not a horse child like a human and horse combined. And you're gonna edit this part out, but like a person who well,
0: keeping it in obsessed it in. with
1: horses. <laughs> and as like a younger adult, CrossFit really helped me embrace kind of what my body could physically do without having to have that really strong athletic background. And now, you know, anybody that does CrossFit is considered an athlete. We do really fun competitions and there's, you know, there's the CrossFit Open every year, the CrossFit Games every year. We can see your fellow quote-unquote athletes performing, even if you don't have an athletic background.
0: When you say competitions, give me an example or two of these competitions.
1: So we just actually had two teams a couple of weekends compete at a competition called the Urban Street Games out in Davenport, Iowa. Basically, this was a team competition, but there are individual competitions, team competitions, um, and you know gyms usually host them. We did two teams of, you have two males and two females on a team, basically just people from all over the region, Iowa, Illinois, Wisconsin, all came and competed. And they set up three or four workouts throughout the day um you work your butt off and then you know the teams are just ranked you have a score after each workout and then um as you perform each workout throughout the day your your score rises or lowers and then they crown the winners you know kind of regardless of how you perform it's a really fun time you're bring a wider net of the CrossFit community together. There's, you know, people who are kind of selling CrossFit gear and food, and um, it's just a really fun outdoor kind of CrossFit party with some working out.
0: It sounds like a lot of fun, just in general. It
1: really is.
0: So if somebody would want to join the fun, how do they go about getting in, involved with LP CrossFit?
1: So we have um, lpcrossfit.com, and there is a contact me option on there. Someone could always call or text our number, which is on our website, or we have a strong Facebook presence. And then, of course, you can always stop in and see us. Um, So we're in the crew Mall. We're not like a 24-7 gym. We have um, certain hours, but we would happily have someone come in if you wanted to watch a class or participate in that free trial class. We welcome people stopping by anytime.
0: And the website you said was lpcrossfit.com?
1: Yep, lpcrossfit.com.
0: And all the classes, schedules, all of that is on there.
1: That's right, yep. And on our Facebook page, we post um, some good, you know, kind of pictures of our, sometimes of our our classes, our workouts, uh, our events. So that might give people a sense of, you know, a little bit more what it's like to actually be in the gym. So again, you're from the East Coast.
0: You come to the lovely Illinois rural neck of the woods Definitely gotta be a weird, crazy, different food choice for you as well.
1: It is very weird. It is very different. My most favorite thing would be what the Illinois Valley considers a salad. So like some iceberg lettuce and cheese and some ranch dressing, I think is primarily what I see. And there's a lot of fried chicken here. And this whole Rav's tortellini thing is is a weird thing.
0: Everybody that is not from the area that comes here that's one of the main things that they say is the Ravs and tortellini.
1: I wish I knew how that even started or why that's a thing.
0: I really don't know either. I'm not really a fan of it anyway as a food, but I will argue that it's Ravs just because I'm from here and I want to argue with people.
1: Right. <laughs> it's, a fun, it's a fun debate. It's like pop and soda, right? And Where I'm from, it's soda. Here, it's pop. Yes,
0: yes, that is very true. I say pop all the time, and people are like, no, it's from soda, but usually they're not originally from here.
1: Right.
0: Or I've went to different areas of the world, I've been all over the place, I went to Texas for a while, and i said pop, and they looked at me like I slapped them across the face.
1: (laughs) I think they call it Coke there, isn't everything Coke in the South?
0: Yes, it doesn't matter if it's orange, or clear, (laughs) or root beer, it doesn't matter, it's a Coke. That is very weird to me it's weird not just you (laughs) well i don't know the drinking atmosphere levels out where you're from in dc i'm sure you know it's city so it's probably pretty high but here in illinois valley we love to drink have you noticed this
1: i have i think bars and churches i'm not sure which one there's more of
0: i always say bars churches and banks is all that's in this area
1: there you go, yes, thanks, I'm adding it to the list.
0: <laughs> that is all that is here, that is for sure. Have you run across any drinks or anything that you like here that maybe weren't a thing out in DC?
1: The only thing that I've really noticed is that people really like their frozen after-dinner drinks. That's not a thing I'd really seen before, but I would never turn away a Grasshopper or a Brandy Alexander, so it's a, it's a happy change.
0: Do they even still make those? I haven't heard of a grasshopper in forever.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the 101 is closed now, but I had one down there when they were open. Um, I actually, over the course of two separate evenings, sampled all of their after-dinner frozen drinks.
0: That had to be an amazing time.
1: <laughs> it was delicious and very fun. <laughs>
0: for sure, for sure. <laughs> Tying this all in, CrossFit talk to food talk is how you eat and drink and things like that crazy important to your workout and CrossFit routines.
1: It really is. It's crazy important. Um, You know, eating eating protein and eating carbohydrates and eating fats in the right quantities has a huge impact on your ability to work out and also on your body composition. But a friend of mine once described crossfit as a drinking club with a crossfit problem so all of that to say like balance is really important we as a crossfit gym do a lot of fun events that do sometimes involve um, eating and drinking it's the 80 20 rule you know 80 percent of the time we really try and focus on on nutrition and eating right but also make sure we have fun along the way
0: So really, LP, CrossFit, or CrossFit in general, still wants to be a human, even if you're trying to stay in shape or get into shape.
1: That's right. Absolutely. There's no fun in, you know, eating kale and drinking water all the time.
0: I mean, that's all I do. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) I heard you. With your cooking, you were cooking all that kale.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a big negatory there. That's for sure. (laughs) We talked about eating, talked about drinking talked about you coming into this area where we're just all about drinking unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to look at it. Let's play a game. Are you ready for a game?
1: I'm ready. Let's do it.
0: Alright, let's rank them. We're talking about alcohol, so I'm going to give you five different kinds of alcohol, and let's rank them. One being your top, five being the bottom. Alright. We won't go brands. We'll just go kinds or types. So we'll go beer, whiskey, vodka, tequila,
1: And wine. All right. I like, well, I like almost all of those things, so this is challenging. But I think I can do it. So vodka has to be first. It's low calorie, and it can be mixed with practically anything. You can drink it in the morning in a Bloody Mary or with orange juice. Tequila next. Similar reasons. Low calorie, so we're finding that balance. Plus margaritas and Mexican food are, I think, two of the most amazing things on the planet. Wine... After that, then beer, and it has to be whiskey last. I don't like any brown liquor for the most part. I think if you count Fireball as whiskey, I guess maybe that counts, or Screwball counts as whiskey, then, then whiskey can stay on the list. I don't
0: even think those count as alcohol. It's more like anafreeze It's more like anafreeze
1: <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I think they're a liqueur.
0: If that's what you want to call it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, they can be a fun time. They don't have to be alcohol.
0: That's true. That's true.
1: We have a recovery drink at the gym called Killcliff, and there is a, um, a grape flavor, and one of our members is notorious for mixing screwball and grape Kill Cliff together to make apparently a delicious peanut butter and jelly flavored drink, and it's like fitness at the same time.
0: That sounds like a smart idea. Is this person classified as a genius?
1: Yes, yes, I think so. He's the smartest one at the gym for sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So it's a peanut butter and jelly drink or shot with a workout beverage and screwball.
1: You got it. Yeah. Wow. He's going to be so proud as soon as he hears this podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you want to say his name to give him his moment of shine?
1: Yeah, John Swagger. He's the creative genius.
0: Perfect. Well, shout out to John. I don't know if I'll ever try this, but I'm sure it's fantastic.
1: He's going to be so excited
0: (laughs) if it made the podcast about being in shape and you know being fit it's got to be a fantastic drink
1: yeah again i i haven't tried it either so maybe this should be like uh yeah it's it's gonna have to happen i guess now that it's down in history i think i need to at least know what it is i'm talking about yeah you can't
0: (laughs) talk something up and then not taste it
1: all right i will report back
0: (laughs) perfect perfect Well, is there anything else for people that are interested in CrossFit or, you know, maybe are in CrossFit and are looking for some new goals or new challenge, anything that you have to say to them as a, you know, CrossFit mentor or owner of a gym?
1: Yeah, I think um, most importantly is don't be intimidated by CrossFit. Um, I think it sounds really scary when you're looking at it from the inside, but it is really fun. And for people in CrossFit, you know, we are always trying to set goals and, and work towards them. So I think keep that up. And I will plug one final thing, which is um, if you're following us on Facebook, uh, keep an eye out for our upcoming Ivar fundraiser. So we're going to be doing a um, a -a jump-a-thon to help raise money for donated food that Ivar recently lost to help support their food costs.
0: How does a -a jump-a-thon work?
1: You jump rope a lot. So what we're going to do, Ivar spends or will need to spend $56,000 a year in order to feed the animals that they have in the shelter. We're gonna set the bar at 56,000 jumps. And for every dollar that we raise, we'll reduce the number of jumps that we do. Um, So however much money we raise, hopefully we don't have to do 56,000 jumps because that's gonna take a long time. We'll get together and we'll jump it out and then we'll donate all that money to IVAR. You never did a -a jump-a-thon like in school as a kid? Not
0: that I remember.
1: I definitely did one. It was it's hard.
0: <laughs> Maybe that's an East Coast thing.
1: Yeah, it must be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we did like spelling bees and uh sold candy bars door to door.
1: Yeah, we did those things too, but we also did a jump with fine.
0: Yeah, not here. <laughs> not that I remember anyway. <laughs> Sarah, I really appreciate you taking some time to speak with Edge of Your Seat Podcast. It's been fun getting to know you and learning about CrossFit. Sounds like a blast, and maybe I should get in the gym.
1: Maybe you should come check us out.
0: Maybe. We'll see. Well, thank you very much, and have fun at the gym. CrossFit does sound like a lot of fun.
1: It's a good time. Thank you for having me. This was a good time also, and uh, I'll report back on the screwball on the peanut butter jelly drink. Got to, that
0: is gonna be our number one mission for next time we chat. Awesome.